welcome back to the podcast with uh, Joe and Sam. Talking about Hi. baseball. Uh, so, not much rule changes, I guess. Again. Yeah, there's rumoured rule changes is about it. And and some other just rumours of free agents, but nothing actually happening. No, no, it's what pitchers and catchers have actually, I think, started reporting. Um, really? Well, no, they do start next week, I think it is. Okay. Uh, well, here we are. They start reporting, uh, like, yeah, next week, I think. It's exciting, isn't it? Almost, almost at spring training. It's almost baseball season, and teams have not got any of the free agents. The second yeah. best starter on the market's there. One of the best relief pitchers of all time is still available. The ultimate super utility guy is available, and two potential two. future Hall of Famers. Yeah, young stars. Yeah, um, but yeah, before we get to that, what uh, what's your opinion on the on the rule changes, Sam? Um, they're mainly terrible, I think. Um, just go have a quick look at them. So the three batter minimum, um, I can get. I could sort of see why that's, you'd want it. Yeah, that's like a pace of play thing, isn't it? But the uh, only thing with that is, I haven't read enough on this to be honest. But you couldn't have that in the playoffs. That would be stupid. Um, and it does it. It could bring in some strategy. Like if you have, you then have to think about longer term matchups. Yeah. The thing um, with that as well, though, is that's that's a weird one to introduce now, don't you think? Because it's if anything, in the last couple of years, even though relief pitcher use has increased. It's kind of moved away from like lefty specialists and stuff like that. Yeah. You don't tend to have many one relief pit, one uh, hitter pitches anymore. No, and the most the main time you see that is actually in the postseason, and I think it would yeah. be really foolish to get rid of that. So I, yeah, I don't know whether that this sort of seems a bit unnecessary now. It's like a few years ago when everyone had like lefty specialists and stuff. If you wanted to prevent that. That would be the this, time to do it. This seems like... like a rule for Bruce Bochy to me. This seems like yeah. a Bruce Bochy rule to stop him making pitches, throw one pitch, and then changing. Um, and then, okay, we'll, we'll leave the designated hitter for a minute. Uh, the single trade deadline, why, really? I, I, I mean, it's not like, it's just a bit meh, isn't it? I don't really, it's not that's terrible. But... It seems like fiddling with the game for the sake of it. I, that, I can't see why there's really a problem with that. Um, Before the All Star break clock. as well is quite early, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I I don't know why you do that necessarily. I think maybe it's about they're trying to. I guess that's probably a means to stop teams tanking a little bit. Is hope that teams then go, oh well, we shouldn't trade stuff where everyone thinks they're still in it. But uh, yeah. I think it's good to allow teams to get assets back. Like if if you're going to be out of it and you've got an expiring star. Like I think it's better to let them deal them, basically. Um, yeah, they may then be bad for two or three months, but them getting a prospect back for yeah, like they're going to be they're going to be good again sooner. Yeah, instead of them just being like just a bit bad for like ten years. Yeah, which is the worst possible. Let thing them be really bad for a couple of months, and then maybe they'll be back again next year. Yeah. Uh, so then the other one is the pitch clock. Yeah. Um, which but, I don't like at all, really. Um, just let's see the point. Yeah, it's. I don't know. Twenty seconds 
is that long? I don't know like how long it usually takes, to be honest. I, I don't know when that starts. Is that 20 seconds from when the pitcher gets the ball back? Yeah. I mean, I guess what do they do about that's, that's base running? Seem, that, that seems quite long anyway. Again, it's like a little bit... Un, it's not actually going to make that much difference. And it just... A few guys that take longer is just going to mess up their stuff and you basically just ruin... Ruin Ru that. Yeah. And... I don't think rushing pitches so they make more mistakes improves the game, to be honest. I mean, it's cool seeing home runs, but when you get like a hanging curveball down the middle and it gets crushed, that's not as exciting as when you have a proper at-bat and you have yeah. to work your way in the count and then like wait for your pitch. If you get the pitch because the pitch has been rushed into throwing it, I don't know. I guess yeah. you could argue it's going to make pitches change, but then what happens with base running? They've What's got... that about? Yeah, Yeah, this is the thing that we've always said, isn't it, when we talked about this? It's like, yeah, when it gets near the end of the clock, surely the guy on first can just run and there's nothing you can do about it? Yeah, I mean... It's like, you, well, you could basically just walk off. Like, you can't... You just can't hold him on. Unless every time we do a pick-off throw, it resets the clock. But then that makes it kind of pointless because when you're about to run out of time, you just do a pick-off throw. Yeah, so... And that doesn't then make the game quicker. There are practicality issues with this. And... I personally think the pace of play stuff is always trying to fix a problem that I don't really see as a problem. Yeah. I think like the only way you change pace of play in baseball is like you change the game too fundamentally. It's like if you if you don't like base if you think baseball is too slow, it's not going to get quick enough that you're going to start liking it. But no. that's maybe a problem with people not liking stuff that's a bit slower. But everyone watched the Super Bowl at the weekend. And that is yeah. very, very slow. I mean, they take like weeks and weeks reviewing a play for some grey area ruling. Like, and then you have like a like a two minute break, and then four seconds of play. Yeah, I think another two minute break. Yeah, and you have to listen to some dread awful analysis usually. Um, I think like is marketing is the issue. If 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 they're concerned, I mean, this is often a bit of a tangent. Like, we could do a whole fucking series on this, but like, I think that. Is marketing should be the issue with the pace of play, not not just we're going to change the fundamentals of the game. Yeah, it's, there's a lot of them are about um, pace of play stuff, aren't they? I think. Well, it's about pace of play and increasing offense is the theme. But the the thing is with that is that more runs equals longer game. That's so. Yeah. It's it's strange. Yeah, and and actually the. Lower score. I'm prob. I might be an exception to the rule, perhaps, but I don't find lower scoring games are worse. No, I mean it depends. It, it's, there's more to it than just the scoreline and whether it's a good game or not. I think. I mean, you can have really good, like, one nil or, or like two one games. Yeah, I, when, I find when, you know it, it, when it's boring. I think is when, when you just have, like, quick at bats and stuff, and just bad at bats. Yeah. So I think like part of the thing with the low-scoring games again comes back to how they're covered. When there aren't runs being scored, the coverage of the games is not. Oh my God, look at what the pitch is doing. Most of the time, yeah. most of the time it's not. It's usually about why is he trying to hit a home run? Just put the ball in play. All right, well you put the ball in play off Josh Hader. Like when you see Josh Hader come out of the bullpen and shut the door on base runners and throw three innings not giving up a hit, that we should be celebrating that. I enjoy watching Hader do that as much as I watch enjoy a five-run rally. Like, 
That yeah. is amazing. The pitching it's, is amazing. People need to enjoy pitching. As with anything, I think the variety is needed. It's like if you just get rid of the low-scoring games, which seems to be what they want to do. Yeah. It just gets boring. Like okay. High-scoring games are sometimes fun, but you also want like to watch low-scoring games as well sometimes. Yeah. I mean, like... Yeah, so take uh, game five of the Astros and Dodgers in the World Series, one of the best games you'll ever see. But then also, game seven of the Giants versus Royals in the World Series, an amazing game because of how tense it was, because it was low scoring. Like, yeah. that is the, that's why baseball is brilliant, is they're both fantastic. Uh, anyway, I think, yeah, that, that's a terrible idea. Was it? And then they have, I mean, there's, so they've got the 20 second pitch clock and uh, stuff like that to speed up the game. And then just at the bottom here, they've got the uh, the Kyler Murray rule. Yeah. I mean, it, it obviously not called that at the moment, but it seems uh, it's very obvious why they're trying to do that. Yeah. Which, Which um, is... I mean, uh, yeah. I, I, I reckon surely that one will get free. I don't know why anyone would be against that in uh, in baseball. No, a better chance of convincing like potential star players to play their sport. Yeah, that that rule makes the most sense. Um, and then you've got the expansion of rosters uh, from twenty-five to twenty-six with a twelve-pitcher maximum. Yeah, I I don't know. That's that's again. That seems to just be unnecessary control. And it's like it seems just like the the old guys that don't like change is like want it to go back to how baseball used to be we don't like all this you know bullpen stuff that people do now like the Rays were doing yeah and and again it's like just for more variety just makes stuff more interesting they, yeah like, I, think, I, I think it's fun what the Rays do I think this is uh, a response to the, the free agency and that not very good hitters are not getting contracts because what this would do is you give an extra hitting spot, basically, and then cap them. It's basically it's saying you have to have a certain number of hitters. Yeah. Um, and along with them wanting to introduce the DH, what that does is go, why are you not signing another free agent hitter? I don't think it would actually work. I don't think they're going to be compelled to sign hitters that they don't think are good, who are asking a lot of money, if you give them another roster spot. Yeah, because the, the thing is, is a lot of the time, the reason why people aren't getting the contracts is it's not because... They're just using pitches instead. A lot of no, time. It's, it's just it's simply they they can get pick someone up from minor leagues, promote someone from the minor leagues that's like not going to be any worse than some of these guys that are asking for like millions of dollars a year. No, it's like they're just just that they're, they're like recent performance just suggests they're not any better than a minor league player now, or hardly any better. Definitely not enough not. better to be worth the money, basically. Yeah, when you've got guys asking for three years, fifty million dollars, and that sort of thing, like, why would you not give it's someone like, six hundred thousand yeah, grand? It's like you're a, you're like a below, league average player. You're like a one war player. Yeah. Like, get someone from the minor leagues. Well, by 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 the definition of war is they're going to be, zero war probably at least. Yeah. And if you're lucky, they might do better. Um. So yeah, I you, well. I don't th expanding the roster I don't hate I mean I like that's not the worst thing in the world I think 
the 12 picture maximum is just a like you say it's trying to it's basically trying to fight against the new way of doing stuff um i don't have a problem with having more pictures um but it, it to me it seems very much just like a response to free agency what? hitters haven't moved relief pitchers have relief and pitchers have got paid the other thing with that people moaning about teams not about stuff not being competitive too many teams not being competitive if you're doing this and you're making everyone play the same way then you simply the richest teams are just going to be the best because by well, playing the the different get basically a different game the rays have managed to be competitive in the division with the yankees and the red sox but isn't like that part much of it more the payroll is there is an element of this that they that some people at least do want big market teams to be successful they, yeah. they want money to re, to result in wins um and he's he's awesome when it doesn't like the athletics and rays being two of the best teams in the american league last year was fantastic but i i think there is probably a feeling that one they want big market teams to be successful and i understand that for the the marketing of the sport but also that they don't necessarily like teams they consider cheap to be doing well i mean yeah well yeah there's always the argument of you know that they should spend more money the small market teams and maybe they could do maybe they could spend a bit more money but the fact is that they're never going to spend as much as the big market teams. If you just make it so the sport is just about whoever spends the most money always wins, then the Yankees always win. Yeah, and that's not well, good. That's what it was like for a long time. Yeah. Well, and then invention happened, and the Yankees took a while to catch up. Yeah. Um, and the trouble is that they're now doing stuff slightly better, and they are going to start yeah, winning so, a so lot. They might, they might, they might just go back to that again soon, but. You know, well, we we should probably mention the big one. Talk about that a little bit. You know, the the big one that's like a bit of long discussion. The DH, the Brexit of baseball. I, it, it seems to like slice baseball fans down the middle more than anything. is It's amazing how tribal people are about the DH. Yeah. And well, as as we're we're uh, Giants fans and watch National League more, probably we're not a fan, are we? No, and that seems to basically be the rule for the most part. Is if you're a National League fan, DH yeah. is devil. If you're an American League fan, hate pitchers batting. And okay, yeah, it's there's there's just more nuance in the game in the National League for like because they don't have the DH. Yeah, a lot it, it's not as simple. So I saw some people trying to argue um, pro DH getting stats out about like how bad pitchers are hitting how many substitutions actually happen because the, of the pitcher. The other but it's not just that, is it? No. It's like how you pitch to the eight-hole hitter. Um, do you keep your starter in for another inning, even though they'll then have to bat? And yeah. I know they're rare, and more rare than they were in the past. Rarer, I should say, sorry. Um, but the guys you can hit are incredibly valuable. Well, that, that's, you... the, that's the thing I was just about to say, sorry, about sorry. those stats you're saying about pitchers hitting, that people talk about. That's just on average. They're not all that bad. And, and that's why it's so cool. And it's some of the best moments, I think, is when you get get a pitcher hitting a home run or something, or a yeah. pitcher coming up a big hit, like like Bumgarner hit with all his record of home runs off big um, big name pitches and stuff. And then you've got like Grenke, who is basically a better hitter than like most. Yeah like actual hitters he'd back clean up for the giants probably yeah it's just... i mean 
yeah, it, it makes a difference whether your pitcher is good at batting or not. And I like that. It, yeah, it changes the whole dynamic. I mean, like I say, it, it, with those two, they're a good example. And then I guess there's Arietta, and I'm sure there's plenty of others that don't spring to mind. But DeGrom, DeGrom's pretty good, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think Syndergaard can swing it. I'm not 100% sure on that. And there's, um, there's basically most National League pitchers, pitchers that have spent most of their careers in the National League, are actually not that bad. It's just yeah. American League fans that say that our oh, oh, pitchers, it's so boring watching pitchers hit. But they're only used to watching their pitchers hit when they're playing in a National League stadium. It's like, well, that's yeah, because, it's, it's because it's boring American watching him pitches are, yeah, are just not good at hitting. They just don't even try. Yeah, I also saw someone, I think it might have been Bostaroni, say that Tanaka pulling his hamstring running the bases was the equivalent of the Posey rule with the collisions at first plate. Not first plate, a home plate, sorry. Um, and, well, the issue with that is an athlete should be able to run. If they pull their hamstrings, that is a shame. But, you know, injuries happen when you're playing sport. The Posey rule came in because he got absolutely slaughtered and was out for like a year. That's like comparing those two things was um, clumsy anyway. And I don't think the the argument of pitchers get injured is fair. Like in that case, when they're on the mound, put them in a big cage. They don't get hit by a comebacker. Like, Yeah, have the screens up, have the practice screens up when they're actually pitching during the game. Yeah, I mean, injuries happen in sport and it sucks. But, like, I don't think pitchers running the bases, well, warm your legs up better. Like, it's a shame if your pitcher gets injured running the bases. But also, most guys just don't run on the bases properly. And that's that's fine, too. I think I like it as part of the nuance. And I think another part of the argument that you don't see made much, um, and I know you've said before, is it's nice to have a distinction between National League and American League. Yeah. Is it's nice they're playing different games? I know you get this silliness sometimes when they're in in each other's stadiums and you know you, you get like american league pitchers batting who haven't batted since they were 12 or something and then but like, and then and then you get the giants going to the athletics and uh it was the athletics wasn't it yeah they went across the bay and and, uh, and, and then uh and then picking their dh is madison Bumgarner. yeah but like i think like we said i mean having pitchers that can hit is incredibly valuable and i saw the comparison with um hitting pitchers with some catchers for instance and we don't just say let's get rid of them hitting as well. Yeah, and and short uh, stops. Most short stops are not are not that good at hitting. Let's stop short stops hitting, but then you won't have like Lindor and Correa, and those guys. They won't be hitting. Similarly, Sandy, I think this makes it like makes it a shame to stop like Bumgarner and Greinke hitting. Similarly, if we just stop all short stops hitting, that you then wouldn't have Lindor or Correa or. Uh, the others, Corey Seager, hitting. I think it's a similar yeah. thing as that. At what point do you get so specialised that it becomes like American football and you have offence and defence teams? Like, It's obviously a bit of a ridiculous extrapolation, but I don't know. I, I don't mind the American League having it, um, but I, I like there's a difference between the leagues. I, I think like if yeah. you're going to insist on keeping the AL and NL as different entities, then keep it this way basically yeah anyway uh that's been quite a lot a lot of time talking about the rules actually sort of more than i anticipated um i suppose we should uh we should touch on uh 
the uh, the weekly uh, Bryce Harper news. Oh, and he's he's definitely becoming a San Francisco Giant. Yeah, this is basically a little bit of a Giants uh, Giants podcasters episode. Um, but yeah, basically, yeah, it's, it's almost confirmed. <laughs> Yeah, so Randy Miller said on the radio that Harper will reportedly be interested in a two-year deal at around $75 million. What, for the Giants? Well, just that that's what he's considering doing now, and that could be with the Giants, which makes a lot less I'd sense for the Giants. I'd be surprised than if he went to the Giants in a short deal, purely because of the ballpark, and it's like he's not going to increase his value. No, because he's going to hit four home runs about in two guys across two seasons. Yeah. I could understand him going there on like a long-term deal, because also with a two-year deal is like the Giants are probably not going to be that good. Although I think with Harper, they'll be a lot, a lot closer to competing than a lot of people are expecting. Yeah, so, well, I, th- but I think they could. Their peak, they're going to be better in like three or four years' time than the next two years. Anyway, so it's, it would see it seems like a strange move if he was to do that. And the thing, they're one of the teams that are actually, because they've reset the tax and they're willing to spend, as we know, they've not been afraid of spending. Um, if they got him long term, in the summer of 20, no, the winter of 2021, they would have basically all of the money to spend on whatever they want. And that's the thing is yeah. Bryce Harper would still be at his supposed peak. And that's possibly why... Even, possibly even before his peak for like a, a slugger. Yeah, they they like could he, then basically build another be? team. Would it be 28, 29? Yeah, around there, yeah. He could still be getting better as a hitter, basically. Yeah. I mean, might, um, might stop being so good in the field soon after that, but, you know, first base. So, Or if or if they had the DH. Yeah. So that that's one thing that changes it. Um, and... Yeah, I, I don't know. I, a short deal for Harper doesn't make much sense for the Giants. They might give him opt-outs. I could see them giving him like seven or eight and opt-outs. Yeah. Um, but I, th- I think if they add Harper and add maybe, an, I don't know, there aren't really any pitches left that would be that good. But if they add Harper, then there's, they've got a chance of being better than the Rockies. No, yeah. I, yeah, I, if they got Harper, I can't really see what else to add that really jumps out at me I mean well there's people um, I saw some kind of a who might have been Giants uh, beat writer or someone saying that they could get Adam Jones as well yeah um, but I don't know I don't know how much I'd like that I don't see necessarily why they'd do that I mean I mean, like have, have them on the corners Jones and um, Harp on the corners, I guess, but like, I, mean, I, I think Saris tweeted it the other day actually, and that basically exactly my thoughts. As people saying, why is Adam Jones still a still a free agent? Should be getting a contract, like a big contract or something. Um, but he is basically like a a corner outfielder, like probably like maybe oak average defensive corner outfielder with an average bat. Now. Yeah, and like that's that's sort of it. That's 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 why he's not been signed. It's like he's he's just not that valuable. No, I mean I would 
there's probably a bit well there's a lot of giants in this it's not impossible that like mac williamson is a better player than adam jones next season yeah like that's that's the sort of level he's at now that he's I, that he yeah. could easily be overtaken by minor leaguers i'd still expect adam jones to be a decent hitter i mean there's, there's the thing is he, he is basically a league average hitter but it's like he has he's always that good basically yeah, you know he's one of these guys, a bit like when they got Longoria, although he was then worse last year. Well, you know, there's a a long like, you know, he's got a long record of being like average or just above average hitter for like a long time. So you kind of, you know, it's like reliable. You feel like it's you know what you're gonna get. I feel like offensively at least. Um, but as we know with like the moves Zaidi's made so far he wants like flexibility he wants to be able to move people up and down and all these like minor leagues he's added and stuff and waiver claims and everything there's taking up yet another um 25 man slot like that would ha- that would be fixed yeah by someone that's not going to make that much difference i don't see that move happening that. in any world under under Zaidi Adam Jones is very unzaidy, I think. Um, yeah, he's low on base percentage guy as well. Yeah, yeah, he just doesn't fit the profile. Um, so should we should we touch on on JT Realmuto as one of the other running stories that isn't moving anywhere? Oh yeah, okay. It's, it's basically, the same topics every week on this podcast. Yeah, and then this time we've just made it more about the Giants. That's pretty much what we've done this time, and that's yeah. I mean, to be fair, there was one of the bigger, bigger news um, things of the week. Yeah, I, I, it wasn't it wasn't complete bias on our part, which is is impressive. Um, so there was news. It was basically that the Phillies now after JT Romuto, I guess because Mercado and Harper have like left them on red on WhatsApp or something. I don't know, and. Um, they they're trying to make some deal and the Marlins have said we have to get Sixto Sanchez which is yeah. wildly unsurprising seeing as the yeah. Marlins have been I, asking for the crown jewels to be honest everyone. though I don't feel like that is too unreasonable because I mean that he's like what he's a 20 year old prospect gonna have to have a quick like search as he's, to what level he's at he's he's um he's on his way up isn't he I think yeah he's highly what well, um highly he's in the top prospect I think he's top I mean, twenty. Yeah, but top. I, I think that they'd expect to get a top one, a top one hundred, and like even be like a fifty, top thirty prospect. Um, but I feel like that's a lot more reasonable than like what what were they asking for, like Cody Bellinger or, Ozzy Albies or something, like someone that's already proven that they can do it at the major league level, and is under a lot of control. Is like, that's just ridiculous. Yeah, I still think this is not a price Philadelphia should be touching. I don't know. I I don't know. I, I don't think it'd be too bad. I wouldn't be doing it if I was Philadelphia because of partly Alfaro that his upside's still pretty good, and uh, I think it changes if they get Harper and or Mercado, yeah, which I, is sounding increasingly unlikely. Then the win now move makes more sense. Yeah, I I agree with that actually. That it's it's may, maybe Real Muto is not the best fit for the Phillies anyway. It's like there's not someone they particularly need. Because well, I don't know Alfaro why they're calling. Has got a higher. What? I don't know why they're even in touch with Miami. Yeah, that's, that's what the that's thing. What I mean I is, it doesn't make sense for the Phillies to get him, but as a price of what 
the Marlins like a more realistic price. I just don't think that's too bad compared. I think that it depends like, what else though. It depends what else they're asking yeah, for. How many are prospects and stuff? But like, if Sixto Sanchez like a centerpiece and they get a couple of like you know maybe young guys like low down that aren't that highly rated, you know, guys that aren't in the top one hundred. I assume they'd put Alfaro in the deal, wouldn't they? Do you think? Yeah, that makes sense. Because otherwise, he'd just be on the bench. Yeah, which would be a waste. But then, yeah, so Alfaro and Sanchez maybe a bit more. But still, I it's the thing is Alfaro. He's still sort of unproven. He wasn't that good, was he last year? No, but he he's, was. He's got an amazing arm. He's very good yeah, at throwing out base runners, and he's a framer. Got, he's got good stat cast numbers and stuff, hasn't he? But, but he can not, frame. He's not got the he, results yet. Yeah, he's very, very good framer, and I like that a lot. I'm going to always like guys who can frame. He can frame, and he's got he hits the ball very hard. So I'd, I'd be yeah. interested in him. I think Alfaro and Sixto is probably too much. And yeah. what I don't get from the Phillies is why are they even asking? That you know the price is going to be very high, and you're not. It doesn't look like they're getting both, and maybe not either of Mercado and Harper. So what is Real Muto going to be their off-season acquisition? Because I still think they're fourth in the NL West, NL East, if they do that. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, pretty much. It just doesn't make sense for them to get him. No, I don't know what they're doing, basically. So I think Sixto on his own would be okay, but then if you don't put Alfaro in the deal, then it's, it's what is you doing with what are you doing with him? Yeah, and if you do, then I think the price is on the high side. Yeah. It's sort of a thing of like. Alfaro seems at the moment like one of the higher upside pieces they've got. I mean, hitters yeah. at least. Like a lot of the other guys, uh, like Cesar Hernandez, Michael, Michael Franco, um, like Nick Williams, but guys like that, they kind of, you feel like they're not really going to get better than where they are now. Like they've had a few yeah. years. Was I think last year was Alfaro, Alfaro's rookie year, was it? Uh, I think uh, I've got his page up. I think he did very, very briefly the year before, but like it was his first full year. Actually, he came up in sixteen for six games, and then twenty nine and seventeen. But yeah, last year was his proper first season. And yeah, it, yeah. it feels like he um, he has decent upside, to be honest. Yeah, compared to everyone else. And it's sort of like it's it's not not necessarily going to be that much an improvement getting real Muto. No, I, I it's, mean, it's not an... quite a bit of an improvement, but it's you feel like Alfaro could easily like have a breakout year and be, you know, that le- that level. Yeah, well, he yeah, Soon. so he he's got I don't know this might be a stretch, but he's got like elite defensive potential with that arm and the framing yeah um he's not a good blocker which is a concern but like you know that could improve his upside i think is higher than real muto's ceiling this move would again it's like the phillies are so desperate to try and like win the division next year they're willing to get rid of all of their pieces that would help them in three years time so i it would be incredibly stupid i think if they gave up sixto and alfaro for him and I think getting him at all is a little bit reckless yeah. at best. Um, if they get Harper and Machado, then the argument is, well, you've got them on a long deal. So why do you have to go all in now? It yeah. just 
I, I really can't make much sense I of it. I don't mind that sort of price, like Sixto and a couple of like lower prospects. Um, but if it was a team that actually like needed him and it was a clear good fit... Yeah, and there aren't many of those is. left. There aren't many of those yeah, left a now. Lot of, a lot of the teams that were linked originally just signed free agents instead, didn't they? Yeah, they, they kind of went, I've, I've got over this and moved on. I mean... I, someone mentioned to me on Twitter yesterday that Cleveland Indians would be a good fit, but they don't have that many prospects, and um, they've shown no sign of being doing those sort of moves. The Rockies, the Rockies are the one. They're the one for me. I, I, I would. Yeah. They should be giving up everything to get Real Muto. I'm not sure what. I don't. I don't know whether you'd give up Brendan Rodgers though. Although they, they'd probably want that. That'd probably be the price. Um. But yeah, I don't know, because the thing is with Sanchez is that he's, the fact that he's like probably a few years away from the majors really anyway, which makes it, uh, so there's more uncertainty, which kind of, that's why I don't mind it so much. But I don't know whether the, uh, whether like the Rockies have got a prospect of that sort of profile of, you know, like low, low down the minors, but like really highly rated. Yeah, I... What I would do if I was the Rockies, we ask for Rogers for Real Muto. Maybe you do it, and then you sign Marwin Gonzalez. Yeah, and pick, As you pick said up in some your more, article. Yeah, and pick up some more cheap pitches. Yeah, because I, I I don't know what they're doing. I mean, they they should be. They're the one team who don't seem to have been linked with Real Muto. Yeah, they need to. They need to do stuff. They should be going for it. It's, it feels like the, it's almost there for the taking as well, the NLS this year. I mean, the yep. Dodgers are still going to be quite good, but like, they've lost people. They've, I don't yeah. think they've improved, apart from getting Seeger back. But like, you know, they've lost Mikado, um, Puig's gone. Even uh, Camp. Uh, Camp was good last year. Yeah. Lost Wood. Yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah, I forgot about that one. That's quite a big one, actually. Um, but yeah, it just it just feels like if they were to make a couple of moves, they could be the favourites. Yeah, the one and thing is their payroll is so high already because of, well, the various things. Plan. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they've got like what there's the re- the relief pitchers and there's Ian Desmond's contract as well that's hurting them at the moment. Yeah. But anyway, should we uh should we go now? We uh, yeah, go. yeah, we it's, we should probably stop now. A bit, yeah, got a bit yeah, um, from many tangents. Yeah, thanks for listening to uh to this week's instalment of um Bryce Harper news. <laughs> anyway. Uh yeah, check out the website. Yeah, if, if you baseball want. content galore. Uh, there's not that much up at the moment, is there? Baseball stuff. No, I'm writing gonna, something about. It's going to be ramping up. Ramping up though, towards the, as we get closer to the season. But yeah. yeah, we've got previews. That's the one thing everyone should watch out for. We're doing previews of every team. Yeah. Um, bye then. Yeah. Bye.